Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time, powered by Tennessee Tickets. I'm your host, Buck Rising. Proud, as always, to be presented to you by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com, your dream address without the stress. Don't sell without the intel that the Ashton team can provide to you. Official realtor of the Titans, Preds, Nashville SC, and Topgolf, GaryAshton.com. Tame the Beast, GetBeast.com, promo code AZ50, saves you 50% off your online order. Great grooming products, groom boldly, be a beast, do so for cheaper at GetBeast.com. Promo code AZ50 does that for you. Tennessee Heating and Cooling, 10HC.com, that's T-E-N-N-H-C.com. Get your comfort zone. Today was not so terrible because we had a little break in the weather. The rain kept the heat off of us for at least a day. But in the meantime, you want to make sure that your HVAC services are operating at full force. Tennessee Heating and Cooling takes care of you in that regard. Let's talk about Titans training camp because there's a lot ahead of us with football. It's going to move fast, faster than any of us would like. And unfortunately, we're probably not going to see a great deal of it with the limitations that have been placed on fans being able to go to practice and media. But there are previews of the positions that we need to do. What I want to know from you guys before I tell you what three position groups are must-watch when Titans training camp does in fact open. We'll be able to relay some of that information to you via social media. That's why you follow A to Z Sports on Insta, on Facebook, and Twitter. We got you covered on all of your streaming and social media platforms. The question for you guys here and now, what Titans position group do you most want to see when camp opens? We're talking about this because they will begin to filter in the building as of tomorrow. The rookies are starting to finalize their rookie deals. Darrington Evans, the third round pick signed today. That just leaves two, Christian Fulton and Isaiah Wilson, the Titans' second and first round picks respectively. These guys are going to get back into the swing of things. And so I want to know who you want to be watching for. Because there's a lot you're not going to be able to see because at this point, there's no preseason. Not sure I can take much more virtual coverage, says G-Man on base. Man, that's the only kind you're going to get. Fulton versus A.J. Brown. I want highlights, says Texas Sports 1015. Highlights in terms of that are going to be hard to do, right? We are just at the phase. We were talking about this amongst ourselves in a Titans media group text between myself, Teron Davenport, Joe Rexroad, and Paul Kaharski. Paul brought up the point, you know, what are we going to do when we are trying to find stories out of conditioning practices when there's no real one-on-ones yet? That's the situation that we find ourselves in. If we can't see one-on-one, there is no Christian Fulton versus A.J. Brown. These are the kind of things that you want to, that you normally get out of training camp, but this year we're just simply not going to be able to provide. Right tackle, outside linebacker, says that boy T.P., on Periscope. Shout out that boy TP for hanging out with us. Right tackle says Lewis Medina. Nate Torres wants to see defensive linemen and wide receivers. Lewis Chesney. Lewis is typically all over the place with his answers, but Lewis brings up a great point this evening. Field goal kicker, tight ends, and who is the backup quarterback? Now tight ends, there's really not a ton of there's not a ton of position uh, there's not a, uh, there's not really many questions about that position. Like it's John o. Smith's show 
then probably Ferkser, Pruitt, and a tight end to be named later. Given that they are a run-heavy scheme, they probably keep a fourth tight end. G-Man wants to see the rookies. Hell, so do I. We still haven't seen the rookies. I don't know if I will see a rookie. I don't know if I'll meet a rookie in person in 2020. It's a very, very odd situation. Our friends from 104.5 The Zone chiming in. We appreciate their support. As always, cornerback Malcolm Butler for life. CB1 until the end of time in my mentions or until such time as he is removed from this roster. (laughs) I am haunted by Malcolm Butler. And honestly, like I was asked this the other day because we do the Titans questions on Tuesday on the A to Z Sports Instagram story. And I was asked, you know, when are we getting the one-on-one interview with Malcolm Butler? And honestly, my answer was, well, I don't, you know, what I know about Malcolm like, he probably has no idea that any of this is going on. That's a, he's just not that, he's, not, like, I don't want to, it's not an intelligence thing. It's just a, a certain ignorance to what's going on on, so, not ignorance, but he's just not paying attention to what's happening on social media. This is like my mom finding out for the first time, my mother's name, who is Karen, by the way, Karen finding out for the first time that Karen is not the meaning, uh, not a good name to have right now in 2020, given all the Karens and the havoc that they're uh, wreaking across the country. It's a difficult time. Uh, The Malcolm Butler situation, much the same. What positions are you most excited to watch during training camp? Uh, Titans versus 49ers in the Super Bowl, says Brett Erat. He's calling his shot now. Defensive line and the quarterback, says Corey D. Jackson. See, D-line is interesting, right? Because we know Casey is not here. We know that Jarrell Casey is out of the picture. We know that it's Jeffrey Simmons' job to to essentially hold down. Like, he is going to be the person that runs the show in terms of the defensive line room. Now, behind him, it gets a little more interesting. You have the defensive tackle that was signed from Atlanta. And honestly, I'm blanking on his name right now. But he's he's a replacement-level player. Uh, the Titans signing at defensive line. I'm going to look it up right now because I've actually forgotten his name. I, it's not, it's not, it's not McDonald. Anyway, I'll figure it out. You have Laurel Murchison, who you drafted in the fifth round. You have uh, a bit. You have a few undrafted rookie free agents from last year in Isaiah Mack and Joey Ivy, but that's not really the kind of depth that you're looking for. Defensive line. Oh, and Daquan Jones, obviously. They're great nose tackle. At what point will be will we know if Rabel will indeed be calling the defense? I mean, Mike's going to play this tongue in cheek for whatever reason. Uh, for whatever reason, Beasley says Titans for life. He's not really a not really a uh, a defensive lineman, is he? Is he a uh, he's he's an edge rusher? I'm talking about the in- interior defensive lineman. There's an open invite for <laughs> your mom, Karen, to join one of our shows. Uh, on 104.5 The Zone. She'd crush it, by the way. She'd be a uh, she'd be a great interview. She knows nothing about sports. Big Merch and Isaiah Mack going to show up. Clowny, Butler, puppies, so much to mention, says Puka. <laughs> Indeed. A lot going on here in the comment section. Frank Crawford. Thank you, Buddy Walker. I had blanked on Frank Crawford uh, and Corey D. Jackson mentioning that as well. Outside linebackers is who Jose wants to see. The position group that I am most intrigued by... As we look at the Titans, the three position groups that I'm most intrigued to watch, I will tell you the first two. I will play for you a video of the third right after I remind you about the fine folks who take care of us here on the primetime show. 
That is the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Now, normally, I show for you the Gary Ashton billboard. I'm going to have to reach because I forgot I put it down off my desk. <laughs> GaryAshton.com, the official realtor of the Titans, Preds, Nashville, SC. We're doing it live, Jerry. We're doing it live. Uh, it's not even Jerry. It's, uh, oh, it's oh the guy from Fox News who got popped for being a pervert. Bill O'Reilly. GaryAshton.com, your dream address without the stress. Don't sell without the intel with the official realtor of all your favorite sports teams and your favorite sports show. That's your boy here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. The Ashton team is who helped me find my dream address. I love my home. It's one of the best things that I've ever done. One of the, probably the best investment that I've ever made in the Nashville real estate market. You want to make sure you do the same with the Ashton team because they are the people to trust here in Middle Tennessee. They take care of me, they take care of the Titans, Preds, Nashville, SC, and they will take care of you because they are here for Middle Tennesseans to serve at Middle Tennessee's leisure. GaryAshton.com. We're doing it live. That's indeed right. I uh, Not Jerry. Jerry has nothing to do with this. It's Bill, but that's a different conversation for another day. That's the media streaming show. I don't know if I'll ever get... I should do one of those. When, uh, when times get slow. Maybe we'll do one on Thursday since there's nothing really out there on the sports horizon. Regardless, I promised you three positions that are must-watch this training camp. They begin to come back to uh, back to school, begins tomorrow for quarterbacks and rookies. We, we discussed this myself and intern Reed Besh, who does a great job on the primetime show, at Besh, please, is where you can follow the big homie. Corner and wide receiver were the two that Reed brought up. And for all intents and purposes, your depth, your front-end depth, your starters, are set at both of those positions. Like, there's really not a ton on the Titans in terms of the starting lineup that's up for grabs. You have the right tackle position, but in theory, that's going to be Dennis Kelly's from the start, and Isaiah Wilson will work behind him when things begin. Isaiah Wilson might have the job by midseason, says Estall. 23, and that's a totally fair expectation. Your expectation for a first-round pick is that they play and contribute in their first season. That's not always the case, especially when you have a situation like the Titans where you're kind of set across the offensive line. Dennis Kelly is a not-bad-by-any-means option. Buck Rising cooking show coming in August, says G-Man on base. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I can't cook. Uh, I, uh, My girlfriend, we were, we were discussing this Earlier this evening, my uh, my eating habits are so poor because I eat after the show. I get carry out so often. I'm never actually making any of my own food. Not skinny by any means. And I need to make sure that I'm losing weight because I normally pack it on during football season. You guys see how much fatter I get when I'm eating in all the press boxes around the country. I'm not going to have that this year, so now is the time for me to take advantage of the quarantine bot. So quarterback and wide receiver, though, you have Malcolm Butler, you have Adoree Jackson, Christian Fulton's going to contribute in some form or fashion. I heard someone on YT Talk talk about Wilson at right guard. I don't know what YT Talk is, and that's not a thing that's happening by any means necessary. Estal, sneaky fat, says 104. <laughs> like a skinny fat. I think Lawan, Taylor Lawan called me skinny fat one time, and I was really, really pissed. About it. Uh, body shaming, by the way. Happy birthday to Taylor Lewan. Does Wilson have versatility along the offensive line? Says Titans for Life. Well, who who would you want him to push? He's not gonna I mean, he he could I mean they can all play guard. Tackle is the harder position to play. In theory, 
They can all play guard. I don't think his perfect position is at guard, though he is, as uh, as some as Titans for Life points out, a mauler, or I believe that was Estal points out, he is a mauler. It does not benefit you, or it does not hurt you by inserting him into the lineup. But at at who's at 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 what who's who is he knocking out? Like I don't think he's got enough to unseat Nate Davis. I think that Nate Davis finished a hell of a lot stronger than he started. I think there's a lot of promise to Nate Davis at right guard. He's not going to be better than Roger Saffold. Roger Saffold is just finding his foothold with Taylor Lewan. They were killing it at the end of the season. That left side was as good as any in professional football. Titans for Life says, I'm talking in case of injuries. He's played tackle. He can play guard. Like, if need be, he can play guard. The question is, um, because that was their biggest issue last year, their depth along the offensive line was uh, revolting. At times, Jameel Douglas, I'm sure a very nice man, not great at professional football. Tell Lawan check his chemicals, says Puka. That's not a very nice way to wish him a happy birthday, Puka. You need to be better than that. Positivity on the birthday, at least in my opinion. But those two positions, cornerback and wide receiver, where you have starters set, A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys on the one side, Christian Fulton, Adoree Jackson, and Malcolm Butler. Now, in what roles they start in, in terms of the defensive backs, we will see, because you don't know who's going to play primarily the slot, Logan Ryan's old role. But those two, the depth behind them, I think is pretty interesting. A position to watch. But the one that I believe is the most important, the one that I believe carries the most weight, is what the hell they're going to do at backup quarterback. Cole. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. John Robinson, I'm a GM of the Tennessee Titans. Where, where, where are you at right now? Awesome. Well, tell them congratulations. We're on the clock. We're about to make you a Titan. Let's go, I know you've had a ton of good conversations with Coach O'Hara. Uh, like your size, like the way the ball comes out of your hand. Uh, love your athleticism and speed. Congratulations, man. You're a Titan. Have fun. Enjoy it. See you, buddy. That video, courtesy of the Tennessee Titans on draft night, the drafting of Cole McDonald out of Hawaii in the seventh round. He joins a quarterback room with Ryan Tannehill, who was entrenched as this team's starter, and Logan Woodside, who whom none of us really know much about other than he played in the AAF and he had a really, really good fourth preseason game. Then he got hurt, went on practice squad IR, and kind of vanished in the background. No NFL starting experience. Logan going to be a backup until he shows otherwise. Poor man Drew Brees, says Dat Boy TP. What? What is the basis? TP, I, in what world is he anywhere close to a poor man's Drew Brees? Poor man's Drew, Drew Brees is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Like a poor man's Drew Brees... Uh, is maybe Russell, like at the height of Drew Brees' powers, Russell Wilson is probably poor man's Drew Drew Brees. Or rookie Russell Wilson was certainly the case. What the hell poor man's Drew Brees? Who do you think you have at backup quarterback? I, I, need, I need you to relax. Let's pray Tannehill doesn't re- rediscover his proclivity for injury, says Krypton Quaker. Yes, Ryan Tannehill dealt with many injuries prior to playing the final, I think it was 10 games 
of the, of the Titans' regular season and then the three postseason games that they participated in this past year. Ryan Tannehill, prior to that, had dealt with injuries at almost, I think in almost every year of his career, with the Miami Dolphins. A legitimate concern when he was brought here. Turns out over the course of 13 games, he held up just fine. S. Dahl says McDonald over Woodside. That's tough. We we really don't... So here's what we know about Logan Woodside. We know that he's got starting quarterback experience in the AAF. His measurables and his skill set. Go look at his film and tell me he doesn't seem to resemble him. Uh, TP, there are a lot of guys that can re- resemble Drew Brees in the Mac. Logan Woodside played for Toledo. His college film, I understand. A lot of quarterbacks that make it to the league can look like that in college at Toledo and not be poor man's Drew Brees. TP, I beg of you. I beg of you for my sanity and for my voice because I can already, I can feel my vocal cords starting to strain. I'm getting so upset. Do not tell me that Logan Woodside is the poor man Drew Brees because of the film that you watched on him at Toledo. I saw that film. He's not Drew Brees. It's about the talent in the Mac. God help me. We cannot win this year if we have to turn to backup quarterback. Most teams can't win doing that anyway, but we, G-Man, his comment cuts off after we, but I understand what he's trying to say. John Robbins, that's been the one thing, uh, that's been the one thing, that I that you can accuse John Robinson of. I mean, one of there's a couple things that you can accuse John Robinson of, and no general manager is perfect. Like on the whole, I think he's a really, really good talent evaluator. I think, as our friend Ben Solak mentioned of the Draft Network on a six one five sessions podcast last week, he's probably one of the better, uh, under, most underrated talent evaluators in the league. For me, though. I can't look at Cole McDonald and say, okay, he's better than Logan Woodside. One, because we don't really know. Two, because I know the biggest thing with Cole McDonald, the reason he's a seventh-round pick is because he's got, like, throwing mechanic issues. Those have been had, he has had to correct those almost entirely on his own at this point through an offseason. He hasn't worked with with Pat O'Hara, the Titans quarterback coach. These guys won't be on a practice field with their team until they begin tomorrow, they begin to filter back into the facility tomorrow. July 28th will be the first time that he has had the opportunity to work on the field with his teammates and the Titans quarterback coach. That's a ridiculously difficult thing to ask. Doesn't J-Rob always seem to have a plan? He must be thinking of something. Yeah, I got distracted, Titans for life. Because that's the that's been the issue with John Robinson throughout his tenure. And and listen, not many people don't get the backup quarterback situation um, nailed. But with John, it's been uh, Matt Castle, who was decidedly underwhelming. Then you went to Blaine Gabbert, who was who you got through a couple starts with, but ultimately when you needed him the most in Week 17, through one of the most ghastly interceptions that I've ever seen, right into the belly of uh, of Leonard, uh, not Leonard Williams, uh, Darius Leonard for the Indianapolis Colts. He was unsatisfactory on the whole. Then you luck into Tannehill and you get a starting quarterback to be your backup, ultimately, who ends up being better than your starting quarterback and things kind of flow. John Robinson has had real difficulty figuring out the backup quarterback position since he came to Nashville. And now it seems, like many teams, because nobody really, there are a few teams, like Dallas has Andy Dalton, that's a great spot. That's a very Tannehill-esque situation. Now, 
Dak Prescott is obviously more entrenched than Marcus Mariota was at the time when Tannehill was traded for, but like that is an ideal backup quarterback situation. And we'll talk at the end of the show about the best available guys because there are some names, not, you know, not that you get real juiced up about, but that can be better than Logan Woodside or Cole McDonald. We'll talk about that when we get to the Tucker TN quarantine question. But quarterback by a mile, that is the position. It's cornerback, as Intern Reed pointed out for us, cornerback and wide receiver, but quarterback, backup quarterback, is the biggest one. Neil O'Donnell really helped us back in the day, says G-Man on base. Yeah, Neil O'Donnell is still talked about with much praise because of his ability to play in big spots. When Steve McNair was not able to go. Wondering how the running back position is going, says Philip Seabury. I mean, it's it's Henry, it's Evans, Darrington Evans, and then it's uh, uh, Daryl um, uh, Dawkins. Dawkins. What's Dawkins' first name? Um, man, I'm doing a terrible job with the names tonight. Uh, Dawkins, the third-string running back, is somebody who the Titans like. Blake Bortles says Titan8251. Yeah, relax. It's reason Logan is still on the roster and they haven't sought out a vet QB, says Dab Boy TP. I mean, it's not that they haven't sought out one. It's that their doctors haven't been able to medically clear any. In the same way with Clowney, like that applies to backup court. I don't think they're done there, by the way. I think that there's more still to come. I think he's just waiting on a few teams to with multiple QBs to make roster cuts. I think, uh, I think that would be preferable. But at this point, Dalen Dawkins says Titans for life. Thank you. I don't know why I'm doing such a bad job with names tonight. Uh, what you think signing Kaepernick, says Buddy Walker. We'll talk about, again, we'll get the backup cornerback later in the show. Estal says Joseph or Fulton for CB3. I think Jonathan Joseph, the acquisition from the Texans at 36 years old, is probably a cornerback four. I think he's a really good depth piece that you have. But I think they need more athleticism, more speed. And as Jonathan Joseph, who's had a, I think he's played 14 years at this point, in the NFL at corner, he's a first-round pick. He's done really, really well for the Bengals and then the Texans, now probably finishing his career here in Nashville. And we talked to him earlier in the offseason, virtually on Zoom, about it being about body positioning more than, more than necessarily speed. Like, you can get burned even if you're fast. It's about knowing your scheme, knowing your position within the scheme, and then kind of, kind of understanding your spatial recognition to make plays on the ball. Jonathan Joseph been one of the best at it, but at some point, like his body is just physically not going to be what Christian Fulton, Malcolm Butler, and Adoree Jackson are. That's a tough thing to do. I'm still worried about life without peas, says Gmail on base. You should be. That's a that's a legitimate unknown. We you know we know what Mike Vrabel was as a defensive coordinator for a year. It got him a job here as the head coach, and they had a lot of injuries in Houston. But it did not go well for Mike Vrabel's defense in Houston. And like I said, there's a lot of reasons why. You can call them excuses or you can call them reasons. Whatever your opinion of it, the last tangible evidence of Mike Vrabel as a defensive play caller, not not including a head coach and all the responsibilities that come along with it, just wasn't great outside of the usage of Clowney, which matters if they do end up getting him. What position group do you want to see most when camp opens? The three that I gave to you, quarterback, wide receiver, and backup quarterback here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. Krypton Quaker says if Clowney comes in, that will help. Of course it will. We know this very, very well. Let's discuss the concerns that you have for when these guys come back to camp. There's a lot of questions that are still up in the air. I have a clip from Ian Rappaport on the NFL Network that we will discuss 
at large. In the meantime, I want you guys to tell me what concerns, what are your greatest concerns for when the Titans open camp. Let us know in the comments section. We will address your comments, questions, and concerns momentarily, and I will tell you mine via Ian Rappaport right after I remind you about our friends at Tame the Beast. Hand soap. Use it. Yaw pan wash. It's great. It smells great. Gets underneath your fingernails. It is the stuff that is flying off the shelves at GetBeast.com because obviously we all know that we need to wash our hands more in the times of global pandemic, but just in terms of general day-to-day cleanliness, wash your hands more, do it with the best products available, do it at GetBeast.com for cheaper, for half off with promo code AZ50. 50% 50% off at GetBeast.com with the AZ50 promo code. Check them out at GetBeast.com. Groom boldly. Be a beast with our friends at Tame the Beast. Greatest concerns for when the Titans open camp. I have many, and I know you guys will have some as well. Let me know in the comments section. Meanwhile, let's hear from Ian Rappaport about a decision that was made across the National Football League today. Colleen, we do have some finality on maybe the biggest issue besides is everyone going to play football that everyone has been wondering for the next month or so. Are there going to be preseason games? And we learned last night that the NFL proposed to the NFLPA that there be zero preseason games. And we just learned that the NFLPA leadership told its players on a conference call just a couple minutes ago that, of course, they are not going to contest that. That means there are, in fact, going to be Zero preseason games going forward. This has been what the union has wanted. And if you think about it, the timing, just how long it's going to take for players to really get into the flow training camp, five or so days of testing, another week or so or more of strength and conditioning, then some glorified OTAs type practicing with helmets, and then pads about 20 days later. There's just not enough time for preseason games. That now, Mike, is final. Another thing that the NFL told the players a couple minutes ago. Rosters are expected to be at 80. This is not something the NFL has finalized and firmed up yet, but that is what the NFLPA told players, which means, Mike, that not all undrafted free agents who have reached agreements are actually going to get to come to camp. Obviously a difficult situation for them, uh, but the reality is also tough for really everyone now. And still, Mike, so many issues still unresolved. That video, courtesy of the NFL Network, no preseason games in 2020. The NFL floated it. The Players Union accepted it. The players wanted it. The coaches are probably pissed about it. No preseason games in the 2020 NFL season. That was a decision ratified today by the league. The biggest question that I have with training camp ahead is what these guys look like with week one, working their way back into shape, Football shape over the course of training camp. No preseason games to speak of. What is the what is the week one operation? What is the situation when the teams take the field? What is that? What does it look like without a dress rehearsal? There's a lot of stuff that goes into an NFL game day. You guys know that from a fan's perspective. I know even more because of the media perspective. Because my job is literally behind the scenes, out on the field, pregame, halftime, postgame, all of it. What is the dress rehearsal then for NFL teams on week one? How do you understand the protocol for a game, a COVID game day when you've never actually played one?
prior to the beginning of the season. It's a difficult situation that they find themselves in. That's my biggest question for training camp. How do you adapt without the preseason, even though I know a lot of the starters don't play? It's about the routine for these guys who are complete and control of all of their situations. They can tell you what they're having for lunch four months from now because that's the way things go. How many hamstring issues will we see with no preseason, says Darren? I mean, again, the starters don't really play. Like, it's, it's not as, it's more about the depth guys, more about the guys who are trying to get a job. 80 players, by the way, when training camp begins, as opposed to 90, the Titans are currently at 87. Seven dudes are going to be out of a job without ever taking the field as a Titan in a year where there are just not as many jobs to be found. I feel like there's going to be a lot of lack of conditioning injuries, says Robert Deerfish. I think that's a totally fair expectation. Quantifiably, after the lockout a couple years ago, hamstring injuries were up. On the field, injuries were up. Conditioning injuries were up because of the way that these guys missed time. With no preseason, the first uh, quarter of the season is even more important that they have a good start, says TP. Replacement for Casey is a huge concern. Pass rush in general. Jim Hazlitt on the staff gives me hope with Vrabel serving as the DC, says Seth Lake. Yeah, and, and all of the assistant coaches have some kind of input in a play call. Now, maybe, maybe not all of them have an input in the play call, but there are many of them that have input in the play call. I know for a fact that the guy, it's not going to be Jim Hazlitt who's going to have as much oversight with Vrabel, it's going to be outside linebackers coach Shane Bowen, who is a Vrabel d- disciple, for, for lack of a better term. I know for a fact that coach Shane Bowen sat in the booth with Dean Pease for the past two years. He has been up in the box understanding how a defensive game plan is called. This is something that Shane Bowen has seen. Perhaps he has picked up valuable learning lessons, lessons learned, from Dean Pease, because Vrabel has been on the field, Shane Bowen will be in the booth. That dynamic they will look to replicate in the same way that they did with Dean Pease last season and Mike Vrabel. I'm sure that many of the same situations will come into play. Darren says, ton of penalties week one. Titans should have less than average based on their discipline. Replacement for Casey, we talked about Tannehill getting injured or sick, says Stephen Pender. How do teams handle week-to-week roster construction if COVID breakouts begin? How do you how do you how do you allocate salary cap for in the event that Cohen will uh, or COVID will affect your rosters? How do you get through a work week? We have no idea at this point. There has been no precedent thus far. Whether we can keep everyone healthy, says Philip. We specialize in rehabilitation, but this pandemic is an unknown factor we can't prepare for. Corey D. Jackson says soft tissue injuries with the wideouts. It's a curse. Happens every year. Backup for Henry, says David Tierpak. I'm expecting a lot of early season injuries. Are fans allowed in with masks on, says Lewis Chesney. At this point, no, right? Because Davidson County is in phase two. Live sporting events, I believe, are a part of the Tennessee Pledge in phase four, which we have not yet broached. As a city, as a county, I don't expect to see fans in the stands this year at any stadium, but the NFL did say today that should fans be in the stands, face coverings will be required. That was a message put out by the league's official PR today. My concern is for how many players will be testing positive for COVID, says 
Johnny Lee, you think I am paying to get into a game and wearing a mask? You have lost your mind, says Dustin Benton. Um, well, you know, then you won't go to a game, Dustin. Like, it's, you know, it's not that deep. People will go to the game. You won't go to the game. Life will go on and, and, uh, and you can be happy and maskless in your, maskless in your house and nobody will be the worse off for it. The Titans will be fine. You'll be fine. And, you know, what, I mean, there's no reason to get really bent out of shape. Like, honest to God, is the worst thing in the world that you can't wear a mask or that you wear a mask, what? It's it's silly. Anyway, moving on. Here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. Your greatest concerns for when training camp opens. For me, it's going to be the preparation. We have no idea what it's going to look like. TuckerTN.com quarantine question. We are going to talk about the Titans' best available option at Backup QB. We do this every Wednesday night here on Primetime. Who is the best available option for the Titans at backup quarterback out on the market. I have a list for you. We will discuss it at length. The TuckerTN.com quarantine question. Who is the Titans' best available option at backup quarterback? Begin to fill in with your responses. We will discuss them together. If they allow fans at all, there will be fans. You can believe that, says Dapport TV. Yeah, fans are going to go. They, you know, it's, not, it's not that deep. Like A few people who are affected by the, the wearing of the mask you know, there will be people who will be anxious to take your spot, I imagine, because not everybody, even season ticket holders, are going to be able to attend these games this year. Let me know who you believe to be the best option available at backup quarterback. Puka says Cap. Talking about Colin Kaepernick. G-Man on base says Flacco. He got signed by the New York Jets. He will be backing up Sam Darnold and all of his, uh, all of his mono. Nate Torres says <laughs> Blake Bortles. We will discuss at length, continue to fill in in the comments section. In the meantime, I'm going to tell you about the fine folks that present this feature, and that is the Tucker Agency, the locally owned Tucker Agency. They grew up in town here in Nashville. They're a part of our community in Middle Tennessee, Nashville's only independent insurance agency. They will cover you or figure out how to get you covered in all spectrums across the insurance Board, whether you need competitive rates on your auto insurance, home insurance, unconventional uh, unconventional insurance in terms of golf carts, jet skis, all of these things, the Tucker, the people at the Tucker Agency, Tucker Agency here in Brentwood, TuckerTN.com will make sure that you get taken care of and that you save on average, as many of their clients have, 20% on your insurance rate. Check them out at TuckerTN.com. The weekly quarantine question presented by the fine folks at TuckerTN.com. Who is the best available option for the Titans? I want to know from you guys out on the backup quarterback market. Let me know. Sign Wilson, says James Strickland. Who is, who is Wilson? You have to be more specific than that. McDonald says, uh, Lewis says McDonald, then Kaepernick, then get Kerry Collins. Lewis just trolling us. Blake Bortles was brought up. By Nate Torres, I just, I can't do it. I can't, I've seen too much of bad Blake Bortles to think that he can be any better than, say, Blaine Gabbert was for the Titans when Blaine Gabbert was a Titans backup quarterback. For me, there are options available. I'll give you some of the options before I give you the guy who I think could help them substantially should he be called upon in action, but here let me first give you the list. Bortles or Rosen, says Robert Deerfish. 
Is Josh? I don't think Josh Rosen is available. I think he's still the the uh, Dolphins backup. Maybe we'll sign Carr after the Raiders cut him and MM takes over. Says G Man on base. Bortles, please no. Says Krypton Quaker. I think yeah, the Bortles fear I think is totally justified. Whom do you believe to be the best backup quarterback option of these available quarterbacks? I'll list them for you: Case Keenum, Drew Stanton, Colt McCoy, Low, uh, Josh McCown, Trevor Simeon. Deshaun Kaiser, Joe Webb, Blake Bortles, Cody Kessler, Kyle Sloter, Brandon Allen, Matt Sims, Josh Woodrum, Vandy's own Kyle Shermer, and Manny Wilkins, whom I have never heard of before today. Those are the quarterbacks available on the free agent market, not including Colin Kaepernick, whom we can include for the purposes of this conversation. Who do you need to see who do you need to see the Titans pursue their best available option at backup quarterback? Of those guys that we just talked about, I really think there's only one option that can be reasonably considered, and that's Case Keenum. That's what and you watch all these guys, all of them can throw, but the ones who can play don't the pants when they get into the lines. If you could put a play on a reel as your resume play from this year, what do you think you'd choose? Hmm. It's hard to say. Hopefully, it's uh, hopefully it hadn't been hadn't been uh, played yet. Hopefully, it's hopefully it's coming up in December, or January, or maybe February. So. 10 seconds to go, 24-23 Saints. Vikings at their own 39, it's third down. Case on a deep drop, steps up in the pocket. He'll fire to the right side. Off by Diggs, oh it got loose! Yes, Case Keenum, this is real life. Welcome to your first appearance on the NFL Top 100 Countdown. It's not a surprise to me. I played him in college for three years, and every time he came to East Carolina, he made plays, man. Keenum ranks first all-time in NCAA total passing yards, but has been a journeyman in the league since 2012. It was his time. You know, uh, he, he bounced around a little bit. I had a chance to play against him when he was with the Texans. You saw flashes. Yeah, that just goes to show that, you know, personnel department isn't always correct. You know, you can always get your second chance. You know, it's just a matter of time of when and where, and uh, he's proven that right now. Video courtesy of the NFL Network, the TuckerTN.com quarantine question, presented by our friends at the Tucker Agency. Who is the best available option for the Titans on the backup quarterback market? Case Keenum really, really doesn't sound like the worst thing in the world. He's 32 years old. He has played at varying degrees of high levels throughout the course of this year. He had a bit of a Nick Foles run with the Minnesota Vikings in 2018. Then he went to the Broncos, got paid, and was terrible in 2019. I thought Keenum signed, uh, I thought somebody signed Case Keenum. Yes, he is the choice at this point, says Robert Deerfish. I'm, I'm kind of I'm good with Case Keenum. 
as an option. Uh, Keenum is the Browns quarterback. Says uh, backup. Says Jeff Sawyer. Don't. I do not believe that's the case. I believe he was with Washington last year. I'm going to Google Case Keenum, but unless you know something I don't, Case Keenum is still available on the free agent market. Oh, wait a minute. Do I have it wrong? Case Keenum is not available? I'm not sure. It says, yeah, he's on the Cleveland Browns. Okay, I blew it. <laughs> he's on the Cleveland Browns. I uh, He's still showing up on... Spotrack's free agent available players from Washington. Maybe because maybe because we don't know the details of his deal, I should have uh, I should have been more thorough. Okay, Case Keenum is the Browns' backup quarterback. How do you like a Colt McCoy? Does that sound any better? Oh, Colt McCoy is on the Giants. This is okay. So this is uh, this is not a this is not an accurate list. This completely just botched my segment. <laughs> hey, life happens sometimes. My bad. That is, uh, that is, now I know Blake Bortles is still out there. I know Deshaun Kaiser is still out there. Josh McCown is probably going to retire. He's 41 years old. So, ugh, man, I have to, if I have to, if I have to change my answer on the fly, do we go with Deshaun Kaiser? Ugh, I don't know. I've seen Deshaun Kaiser throw a lot of interceptions in my lifetime, but I have seen Blake Bortles do the same. Trevor Simeon, is Trevor Simeon, before I say Trevor Simeon, is he on a roster? I don't believe Trevor Simeon is playing uh, for a professional football team right now. According to Pro Football Reference, he has not yet been signed. Trevor Simeon, who had a kind of okay run with the Denver Broncos. There have been a lot of bad Denver Broncos quarterbacks. No, uh, Deshaun Kaiser says G-Man. Yeah, he's really, really bad. I think, uh, I think... I think that would be a bit of a disaster. Man, that stinks that I'm having to change my my answer on the fly. I thought I really had it with Case Keenum. I'm like, oh, okay, this makes too much sense. Case Keenum, perfect. Of course, he's already signed. I think Keenum is best available, but don't think he'll ask for too much money. I saw him on the Browns, says Johnny Lee. Yes, thank you. We have addressed. Hell no, nah, Buck. Ain't none of them better than Logan. Uh, I, again, TP, your, your love for the film of Logan Woodside at Toledo, I think, betrays you uh, to a degree. I don't think he's much better than uh than what is out there currently but i'm having a harder time making an argument (laughs) i will concede that point like he's not as he can't be much worse than blake bortles if he is worse man that's a really stinky group of options for backup quarterbacks 20 uh you better hope nobody gets sick or hurt because that's that's not ideal regardless i guess i'm gonna go with trevor simeon Ugh. Can't we just sign a CFL quarterback like Bo Levi Mitchell? Says Titans for Life. I mean, you could. You could have signed. Uh, you could have signed uh, PJ Walker. Somebody signed PJ Walker. Did the Raiders sign PJ Walker? I should know this. I think PJ Walker, the XFL s- star, signed with an NFL team uh, earlier this offseason when those guys were available to be signed. I'm pretty sure he is signed on with an NFL roster. I want to say it's the Raiders. But I am not, it's not showing up right now. I'm having to go through a poll question to see the answer that's ahead. Uh, PJ Walker does not appear. I think he signed with somebody. Oh, he signed with the Carolina Panthers. Bo Levi Mitchell sounds like a protagonist for Friday Night Lights, says Krypton Quaker. Yes, he sounds like a made-up person. Uh, because, uh, to be completely honest, Titans for Life, I have no idea who that person is. Kyle Shermer, says Louis Chesney, waving the flag 
for all things Vanderbilt. Bortles with a running game has worked before, said David Brown. Uh, uh, I just I think you're setting yourself up for for massive massive amounts of disappointment if that is the option that you choose. I think that that's a really really tough sale. Most likely have to wait for cuts for someone to become available, says Titan eight two five one. I think that's probably I think that's probably the move. The TuckerTN.com quarantine question here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets, brought to you also by our friends at Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. If you own a commercial business, those are the people that can hook your HVAC HVAC services up to your satisfaction and make sure that everything is functioning as normal. Give them a shout at Brymac.com, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. That's the show. For this Wednesday evening, we have one more show left to do, and I'm excited to finish out strong in the middle of the primetime week or the end of the primetime week with you guys. Meantime, we went into further detail on Titans training camp with Jimmy Wyatt, the great one on the 615 Sessions podcast that will be available to you tomorrow in the A to Z Sports Podcast Network. Rate, review, and subscribe. Know the Titan Up podcast had Brent Doherty from 3HL on. Today, the Big Orange Podcast did a great job on Monday. You can get all of those shows by subscribing to the A to Z Sports Podcast feed. Understandable, he's one of the top QBs in the CFL. I get the games on satellites as tights for life. But yeah, i got to be honest with you. I'm desperate for sports. I have never been enticed to turn on a CFL game. Except for Vince Young. Vince Young had a hot second in the CFL, and I don't think he ever played. But I do remember tuning in and trying to find... Oh, Manziel. Manziel was probably the last time that I watched the CFL. Regardless, good for Titans for life for being better at this job than I am. Uh, Clearly better at sussing out backup quarterback options than I am because the guy who I had, apparently already on a roster. Tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central Time. One more show left to do. Meantime, support the people that support this show. The Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. TuckerTN.com. Tame the Beast. Get Beast.com. And... Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. I'll see you guys tomorrow, and we will finish through this A to Z Sports primetime week. In the meantime, I will chat with you, and as always, fam, peace and love.